0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. It is time for SG Extra. Social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, Twitter will soon be legally required to implement community standards in content moderation processes.
1: Yep, and this will, of course, minimize users' risk of exposure to harmful online content under Singapore's new set of internet rules. According to a poll by Sunlight Alliance for Action in January, nearly half of more than 1,000 Singaporeans who responded
0: say that they have experienced online harm. All right, and uh, we are going to talk to Zakir Hussein about these latest developments. Zakir is joining us in the studio now. Zakir, the, the codes that we're talking about, these mm-hmm. uh, were first mentioned, during the debate in March, so, so you have more information how they are going to be implemented.
2: Well, um, we've got an inkling of, I think, how uh, they're going to implement it, but I think you know the Ministry of Communications and Information isn't deliberately, I think, isn't being prescriptive. It's basically giving a broad outline mm-hmm. and saying it will still continue to consult the industry as well as the public, and um, it will do so very soon. But it wants to sort of you know do it in a collaborative way, get public feedback as well as industry feedback on the best way to control such content.
1: Mm. The thing. Is we have mentioned the term online harm several Mm -hmm. times already. How does one go about defining this? I mean, some might say it's common sense, isn't it? If it makes Mm -hmm. you feel bad, it's harm. But Mm. if someone just calls me a name or two on some social media platform, is that enough for me to take legal action against them and for something like that to be taken seriously?
2: So I think it's not so much a case of taking legal action, but Mm. if there's, for instance, online, a series of online attacks, Mm. you know, or an online clip, That could affect the mental or physical well-being of a group of young persons, right? Whether it's harassment or bullying, could just be very mean-spirited content. Mm -hmm. I think there could be an obligation for people to, for platforms, to A, let people report it, and I think B to um, ensure that if you know there's enough of a decision or consensus or some form of of threshold there they would be obligated to take it down.
1: The thing is we have internet guidelines in place already don't we Zakir so how does all of this enhance those guidelines and of course we also have laws and (coughs) guidelines against harassment too so tell us how this new set of guidelines fits into what's already existing.
2: So I think these new sets of guidelines actually uh, cover a much broader would I think cover a much broader ambit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, content that could encourage self-harm, could encourage risky behavior, right? right? Even say if it's a viral video of a teen backflipping into a rhino enclosure, or even
0: eh, maybe enticing young so kids to try these something. These are all the challenges that we see That's on right. TikTok, yeah. for example, that can be harmful if not done properly. Actually, it's one of those "Don't try it at home" if you're not yep. uh, if you're yep. not skilled to do such things. And we have seen in other parts of the world where young People harming themselves, getting injured, or even dying because they're attempting these challenges. That's right. Yeah. So these are the things that this uh, guidelines will be protecting against.
2: Ideally, yeah. Um, now, but I, not, not just that. Not I mean, just that. Right. Yeah. I mean, the you know standard slew of offensive content that could go beyond religion and and, and
0: race. You know, that could okay. maybe harm kids' self perception. So going back on the offensive content that you're mm-hmm. talking about, I'm a big social media user, and what I've noticed uh, from all the major social media platforms is that if it is content that they (laughs) deem to be objectionable Uh, objectionable or offensive, they will not show it and it is up to the user to click if they want to see it. So the guidelines will be on top of this as well because all these social media platforms are already self-policing themselves. That's right.
2: But conceivably, I mean, I think um, they tend to still take a fairly light approach and I think if, for instance... Yes, you can um, still click to see it. You can still click, yeah. I think what these guidelines want to do is to make sure that all platforms, for instance, make it easy for users who might feel aggrieved Mm -hmm. or even offended of parents who feel that, you know, if my kid watches this, it could lead to them doing something harmful. There should be a quick
0: Mm -hmm. mechanism
2: for them to, I think, click through or to notify the the platform that this is something serious and perhaps uh, it's something you should watch out for. And I think that's sort of one of the broad guidelines that they do want to ensure that platforms, Mm -hmm. whether it's Twitter, TikTok or something else that could come up down the road, Mm -hmm. allow users to report.
0: This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode.
1: I mean, of course, there have been a lot of debates over whether or not these social media platforms are doing enough to protect their users. I believe Facebook was in the center of this controversy when it was accused of putting profits over people, over user safety. So it's good that all of this is coming into play. But is there such a thing as over-policing, going a little too far? What about just plain old media literacy, teaching Mm -hmm. your kids to discern rather than relying on these platforms to police? Or over police
2: themselves? So I think there's an element of that. And although it wasn't really covered today in, in, in sort of the guidelines, I think that's always been media literacy, right? And encouraging mm. users to be responsible, uh, to not be mean, and so on, has always been a key part of efforts here, I think. And I think those will continue. But I think what the government here has been careful to not want to go overboard in is is you've already seen um, these laws in place in some other countries, in Germany, in Australia, in the EU. And I think here they sort of want to work with the industry to make sure that, look, Facebook. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, these are going to be around, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be there for kids. You can't just take down the whole thing wholesale. You can't just block kids from accessing them because there's a lot of good that's on them as well. And I think encouraging responsible behavior, encouraging people to just be discerning from a young age
0: probably is a start. And by not showing them these things that are happening that people are doing, will that in a way help or will that actually take the conversation away from, you know, your parents (laughs) saying, don't do this because it's not (laughs) safe. Don't do this at home because we don't see it. They don't know what's happening
2: perhaps but i think it's going to be a challenge you know if if i can't see it at home you know my friends might want to then Mm. do it and there are ways if they really
0: want to see it right
2: yeah yeah.
1: Which is why media literacy is so important, Yeah, so they can discern on their own. What are some of the challenges or concerns in regard to regulating and moderating online content as we move forward? We're also talking about cross-jurisdictional type mm-hmm. of ambits and things like that. So tell us more about that and what punishments these errant platforms might face if they contravene any of the guidelines.
2: So that's that's an open question for now. But I guess in some of the European jurisdictions, you you see you see sort of hefty fines potentially being imposed on the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I think we could possibly see some of that here. I don't think we'll see sort of a blocking of service or, or sort of takedown. That uh, would be
0: a disservice instead. That that, that of, of would be helping, a disservice. I, I, think.
2: I think you know conceivably the way we kind of deal with Pofma, right, mm. requiring these platforms to put up a notice saying, mm-hmm. you know, this is fake they could perhaps be required to put up something saying this is dangerous and you know don't do this at like, home. don't do it yeah. or or you know if you're under 18 you shouldn't be
0: watching this well we'll see yeah. how this uh, evolves in the meantime thank you very much for coming into the studio uh zakir to talk about this you can of course read more about this on the straits times today online zakir hussein is a singapore editor at the straits times The SG Extra podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.